Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Du Al, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from New York. Today is July 29, 2016. Today we're reading from the AA Big Book, and we are on page 85. The first paragraph is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action. We're going to read the two paragraphs ending, but we must go further, and that means more action. We're going to read the first paragraph for contents and focus our, our comments on the second paragraph. Today's readers are um, <clears throat> Esther F. for the 12 Steps, Iris G. for the 12 Traditions, and our readers for the main text are Katie G. and Irene M. The reference number for yesterday, July uh, Thursday, July 28th, is 89 Four nine. OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through share experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We're self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry his message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive eating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Esther F. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, everybody. Um, this is Esther F., a recovered compulsive overeater from Cleveland, Ohio, the 12 steps. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Number two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Number three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Number four, made a searching and fearless fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Number five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our rock. Number six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Number seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Number eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Number nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except except when to do so would injure them or others. Number 10, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Number 11, Stop through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And number 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service and I pass. And thank you for that. I will now ask Iris G. to read the 12 traditions. Good morning. This is Iris G., recovering compulsive overeater from New York. One, 
Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon AA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for AA membership is a desire to stop drinking. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or AA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the alcoholic who still suffers. Six, an AA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the AA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every AA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Alcoholics Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, AA as such ought never be organized, but, may we, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Alcoholics Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the AA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And I pass. Thank you so much. How our meaning works. Our meaning focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we're discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive over ears only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meaning does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the AA big book on page 85, the first paragraph is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action. We're going to read through two paragraphs ending with, but we must go further. That means more action. We'll read the first paragraph for context and focus our comments on the second paragraph. Um, I will now ask Katie G to begin our reading. Good morning, Do May I be heard? Yes, you, you can. Okay, perfect. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle foe. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. How can I best serve thee, thy will, not mine be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along these lines all we wish. 
it is the proper use of the will. <clears throat> Much has been already said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we become God conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further, and that means more action. Let me get my timer. Good morning, everyone. KDG recovered anorexic bulimic uh, compulsive reader from Boston. Um, just getting my timer here, guys. Um, yeah, so hang on a second. Sorry. Okay, there it goes. Sorry. Um, First of all, it has this paragraph has my favorite word in it, vital, which is life giving, right? So, you know, we've gotten to this point and um if you are like me, you realize that look, this is a life and death illness, right? Like um I have a disease that wants me dead. It will settle for me eating. And um what I get, what God gives me is he unblocks me, helps me uncover, discover and discard the essence of the God of my understanding that is inside of me. My sponsor taught me that, you know, we have our five senses, right? Sight, hearing, all the others. <laughs> but now we have this vital, this life-giving guidance, right, um, from our director, giving me strength and direction if I follow his directions. And so for me, what that means is like we've been beautifully talking about step 10, right, and how we get caught up or I get caught up in self and I don't know the answer. And after I am unblocked, this this voice comes into my head, like, or if I'm living in the sunshine of the spirit, like the other day I had this mountain of Tupperware all over on the floor, right? And um, frankly, that would be enough to eat for me sometimes. Like I never ate over the big stuff. I ate over the little stuff. And this God voice inside of me said, Katie G, that's frustrating, but it's not fatal. And I know that that's like such a silly example, but those are the kinds of things that come to me now. Or like I'm frustrated at someone for not communicating with me the way I want them to, which is um, a common thing. And I pause and God gives me this voice being like, well, actually you're getting what you need. It's like I have this this guide, like God is just inside of me. And um, and um, for me, it's about, you know, following the directions that are so clearly given to me and I've been transformed, right? Like I'm this, you know, rich girl spoiled from the burbs of Boston, right? Who never wanted for every anything and um, turned into a, a selfish, um, driven, um, compulsive overeater, anorexic, and bulimic who died many, many deaths because of this disease. And, and God took everything, um, or excuse me, the disease took everything from my life. And God has given me back things that are beyond my wildest dreams. But it is not saying that, like, I'll just be given this voice. What I just want to close by saying is that these words are very important. Carefully followed his direction. And then the most important center I'll just close with, we must go further. It doesn't end with step 10. So keep rowing the boat. And I'm going to keep doing it with you guys one more day. There's a lot of good stuff to come. Grateful and blessed. And with that, I pass. Okay, thank you for that, um, Katie. Who else would like to share on this paragraph? 
This is Larry. Yeah. Larry. 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 Sharon H. Thanks, Stu. All right. Sharon H. Who else? Kimberly Kimberly L. Lynn S. Reva Kimberly P. L. Lynn S. Lynn S. And Reva P. How, how about we start with that? All right. So we have the lineup. Tina H., um, Charles H., Larry K., Sharon um, Sharon. Kimberly H., Lynn S., and Reva P. So let's start off with Tina H. Thanks, Stu. Tina S., compulsive eater, anorexic in Florida. Thanks for your service, Stu. Appreciate it. Um, this is some great stuff. You know, it says, much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. And, you know, that's one of the things that really struck me. It's, it's not Tina who has all knowledge and power. It, it, it's God, a power of my understanding. Um, uh, yeah, a higher power of my understanding. And, uh, and it also tells me that there's some things that I have to do. You know, I have to carefully follow directions. And let me just tell you, um, in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, it states that we are undisciplined and we let God discipline us. You know, I am certainly undisciplined, and I really don't want any kind of direction of my own. You know, in my own self, I don't want direction. But as I'm defeated, you know, and I come to a place of, okay, my way does not work, I am willing to follow some directions and so grateful that prior to this, these pages, you know, there was work to be done and that I did it. Because, it, you know, I've been around quite a while, and there were times when I wasn't doing this thing. So I certainly wasn't receiving it. And, and today, you know, I, I tried to suit up and show up, you know, and to be of maximum service. And I'm not perfect by any means, but I have a life today beyond my wildest dreams. And that's not because of, of Tina's doing, you know. It is God, you know. And, and it says here, to some extent, we've become God conscious. And, and I like that word today. You know, I like that word. You know, I get up in the morning and I say this often, you know, first thing I don't, you know, I roll on my knees and, and you know, and hopefully most of the time I am I'm pretty conscious. You know, some days it's just rote and I just do it, but that's the practice, you know, because I am not perfect by any means. And I loved what was just shared about the vital sixth sense. You know, we have five normal senses, but this is a vital sixth sense. And it talks about the fourth dimension. And I think that's where this sixth sense comes from. And also, but we must, you know, must go further. It means more action. And, and that's, you know, and I got to do some stuff. You know, I can't sit back and let it happen. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, we're going to move on to Charles H. Charles, you're up. Thank you, Duel, for your service. Charles H., a recovered compulsive overeater. If we have carefully followed directions, we, we have begun to sense the flow. So if you, ain't, if, if you haven't sensed the flow, newsflash, you probably ain't followed uh, the directions carefully. And I could identify um, with that. Um, you know, I... The analogy for me is like, you know, we see a beautiful duck uh, um, on, on the water, just look like he just flown, he just he just tread, he's chilling. We don't see the work, we don't see him paddling, we don't see him paddling and everything moving. Cause I guess that duck is carefully following direction. I guarantee you, 
and I, and, and um, if, if if that dove stop paddling, he's gonna drown. Charles H. If the rent is due on sobriety today, if I don't pay it, I'm gonna get kicked out. So this work, um, that that's in the book, that's divinely inspired, is is vital. Um, I don't know about being Spider Man and having a sixth sense, but I'm grateful, right? That 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 I get inspiration, I get strength, and I get direction from him. Whoever your him is, or her, or whatever it is. You know, I ain't here to twist your arm and t- cause if I because if I do that, I'm sick, sick and sick. So um, we developed this thing. It should continue for a lifetime. Yo, shout out to my man Brad. Oh, remember him? We need this 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 work here. We love on people, man. We don't just be like, oh yeah, that that guy is nice. Give him a whole bunch of calls in that first day, and we don't call him back. No, we love on him. We love on him. That's what the 10 step is all about. And it's setting us up and telling us that we need more action. Um, I hope you ain't waiting until page 86 to start meditating because the book tells us to, we need to be doing that um, continuously all through the steps, all through the action steps because we need action and more action. And, I, and, I, and, I, and the last analogy I'll make is we see the eagle flying, soaring high. We don't know that every day that eagle comes down to a beach and rubs his beak on on the rocks to sharpen it. If you stop doing that, he will not catch his prey, and he will not survive. So I need to I need to rub my beak uh, on, on the rocks, and I need to keep paddling, baby. Keep paddling. Love on somebody that needs love, but this world needs more love. We got enough hate, and we see what that happens when that happens. And with that, I pass. Hey, thank you, Chop. Charles. Larry Kay, you're up. Thanks, Du. Uh, Larry Kay, Recovered Compulsible Reader from Chicago. Um, so, you know, we, we, I read here that, um, you know, if we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of the Spirit into us. You know, I've, I've heard it said that, that experience is the oracle of truth. And, you know, when, when I see in, in unequivocal terms, I see transformations of people on this line. I, I, I hear it, right? I hear it. You hear it too. And I don't follow anybody around. I don't know what your deal is, but I can, I can hear recovery. I can see recovery and I can hear recovery. And believe me, recovery for me is not just a thin body. That may be one indication, sure, but there's other indications, clearly. So when I, when I hear it and I see it, and we see transformations of people on this line who are clearly on the precipice of self-destruction like I was, you can trust in a hopeful future by working these steps. You know, if, if you can believe that it happened for me, well, well, why couldn't it happen for you? Why not you? There's nobody terminally unique here. You know, the higher power of my understanding doesn't play favorites. That's what I believe. There's no favorites. There's no hierarchy. There's no, you don't earn your way into this. This isn't, you know, a, a, this was a God, I believe, this was a God of mercy for a guy like me. I've done a few things in my day. I'm glad it wasn't a God of justice because I wouldn't be on this line. Um, we've moved from a self-centered existence to a God-centered existence. And, you know, the word if is, the word if is a powerful word, if. The word if is a conditional clause. In other words, hey, presuming you do certain things, you're going to get a specific result. 
you know, if I, if, I, if I live the way I used to live, if I live the way I used to live, I'm going to get a certain result. Well, I, I've been down that road. But I've also experienced this. So now when I say, hey, when I say to someone, hey, if you do this, you will get this result. I can assure you of that. Why? I don't, I'm not God. I don't know. But why? Because it happened to me. And I've seen it happen to a few others, more than a few. They're right here on this line. You don't have to go very far. They know. You know if it happened to you. So, and, if you, and if it did, if it did, you can speak with confidence about this because it happened to you. It's not conceptual. It's experiential. That's powerful, powerful stuff. So um, what I'll end by saying is when I say thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous, um, I, that's not just a throwaway statement. That's a, that, I heard someone say that one time, thank God, a guy, 50 years of sobriety in Alcoholics Anonymous. He says, thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous. I said, yeah, I tried that hat on. It works well for me. Yes, thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous. With that, I'll pass. Thanks. Okay, thank you, Larry. Um, Sharon R., you're up next. Sharon, press star one. Do, do you mean Sharon H. in Colorado? I'm sorry, Sharon H. I thought I... Oh, no, we're okay. good. Okay, thank you. Um, uh, if we're... Uh, if we have carefully followed, I'm Sharon H. Recover compulsive over here in Colorado. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of His Spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God conscious. We have begun to develop this sixth sense, but we must go further, and that means more action. And I loved what Katie G. shared about vital life giving. I just think of that sixth sense now is what we uh, read about on page 66 when it says uh, when we're living in the resentment and anger and all those things that become a part of the addiction cycle in our mind, those obsessive thoughts, actions, and deeds, we block ourselves off from the sunlight of the spirit. And I certainly did that as well. And when I began listening to this meeting and... Um, began following the directions, and for me, I had to remember I had not been able or willing to accept to the core of my being that I did have a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. So all those years that I was in the program, I was building a foundation on sand, and that's why it never worked. But today, uh, by God's grace in these 12 steps, the principles of these steps uh, and being willing to carefully follow them, uh, that's the gifts that we've been given, and I've been given the sense of flow of His Spirit into us, that uh, God consciousness, uh, rather than total self, self, self-centeredness, and then this uh, vital sixth sense. Um, I am, uh, you know, sort of nudged right away when I see myself getting off kilter again and uh, allowing myself to indulge in uh, restless, irritable, and discontent thoughts that will soon turn into action. And so I am just so grateful to be on this line today. I am so grateful for all of you. And uh, this program truly does work, and it will work for anyone. And I just welcome everybody out on the line today, whether you're new or you're coming back or you've been around a while. Um, this program does work, it will work, 
and the directions we follow in this book are what give us complete recovery by God's grace. I pass. Thanks. Good morning. Uh, this is Nancy H. I apologize for being late. Okay, we have our, our lineup already, so we can okay. can share and listen. Thank you. Um, Kimberly H., you're up. This is Kimberly L., Recovered Compulsive Reader from, yeah, from Georgia. Um, the sentence that really jumps out at me is, if we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. And it's been my experience that all throughout following directions of working the 12 steps, I have begun and I continue to sense the flow of his spirit into us with each action that I take, with each 10th step that I do, which each, with each amend that I make, I start to feel that more and more. And it's been my experience that when I stop doing it, <clears throat> that flow stops. And that's been the most critical piece for me, that it's continued work. And it even says, we must go further, and that means more action. And when I started working the steps, with each step I thought, oh, good, now I'm done. But what I'm realizing is that every single day I have to do more and more action. I have to continue to do the same thing that I did yesterday and sometimes even more. And as I do that, I continue to have this sense a flow of his spirit into me. Um, the other thing that really struck me is it talks about power and it talks about this vital sixth sense. And I had absolutely none of that prior to working the 12 steps. The only power that I had was the power to land into the food on a continual basis and be on that hamster wheel of I'm not going to do it again, only to do it again and then make another resolve that I was not going to do it again. But it wasn't until I followed the directions that I have had any kind of relief and I'm able to feel that flow within me. And for that, I'm extremely grateful. So I'm going to do what I did yesterday and continue to do more today, and I'll pass. Okay, thank you, Kimberly L. Lynn S., you're up. Good morning. This is Lynn S. from Toronto, Canada. Very grateful recovering compulsive reader right now this minute. I've got a little bit of a different take on this paragraph that we're reading about much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and knowledge from him who has all knowledge and power. Um, simply because I let up on the spiritual program a bit. and uh, a bit. I, I let up on what I was doing and I had a really bad night a couple of nights ago where the food thoughts came back. And I just, it's just not where I want to be. And I can see exactly was what the problem was, is I had let up on what I was doing. And what my different take on this right now is, is I cannot tell you how much God's strength, inspiration, and direction came into me on what to do to get myself back on track. And it was totally guided by God, totally given direction. And it was just doing the stuff that we all know how to do. 
but doing the step tens, finding out exactly what had been bothering me, getting it down on paper, the willingness to do the work was there, which which had been missing before. There was, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it, and yeah, I'm talking to people about doing it, and this is my morning routine, but I kind of changed it like didn't do it. And I am just so grateful that this strength and inspiration and direction did come from God, pulled me out of what could have been a disaster, an absolute disaster in my life, and has put me back on a track where I'm now feeling strong again and just doing what we do. And I I just can't get over the fact that it works when we work it. And how can I best serve thee, thy will not mine be done? The phrase that really came out to me yesterday in step seven where it was saying, a desire to seek and do God's will was missing. And that's what was missing in what I was doing. But to get such a clear message yesterday, to get such strength and such inspiration, then, you know, this is what you do. This is how you recover. I am so grateful to the program and that we're on these two paragraphs right now that have a different meaning for me without a pass. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Just a kind reminder, if you're not sharing please press star one so that we can have a clear line for those that are sharing. Um, Reva P., you're up next. Good morning. This is Reva P., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater. I am struck um, by a couple of things in this paragraph. First of all, the word begun is written at least twice, and I am amazed that here we are coming up to step 11, and it continues to talk about beginning. And that reminds me that no matter how long I've been in program, no matter how long I've worked the steps and been abstinent, every new life experience is a new beginning, and I begin over and over and over. Um, The second thing that struck me is this business of lack of power is my dilemma. And here in step 11, it's not till step 11 that I start accessing Accessing that power because I've done the work, I followed directions, I removed my blocks, I'm keeping the blocks cleared on a daily basis. Now I access the power, not in step three, um, and I can start receiving strength, inspiration, and direction, which gives me life. Because even in abstinence, when I am not connected and my channel is not clear, I am just restless, irritable, discontent, and that is not a life. That is like a road right back to the food. And the last thing I wanted to comment on was this business of action and more action. And, you know, I'm really great with the real action steps, like write a fourth, write a tenth, share it, make a phone call, all that stuff. Um, Although phone calls is not part of the steps. But anyway, the more action, action. But prayer is also an action And for me, it's very hard to just sit still, be still, and ask God first. Just sit still with it. And yesterday, my poor dentist and my poor husband, um, because I did not go to God first and ask for the strength, inspiration, direction. Um, I was busy doing. And this is the hardest thing for me, um, to just be still and then know, because of God's direction, what is the right um, thought, what is the right behavior, what are the right words. With that, I pass. Thank you so much. Um, 
We're going to open it up for three more shares before we move on to the next paragraph. Who else would like to share on this paragraph? Renee C. Okay, Renee C. This is Bella C. Can I share? Bella. Judy F. And Judy F. Okay, let's take those. Did you get Renee C.? I'm, I'm sorry, um, we only have time for three. So I took Renee C, Bella G, and Judy F. Okay. Thank you, Dude. This is Renee C, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Pennsylvania. Very grateful to be on the line today, and thank you so much for your service. I love the shares. I love the shares every day, but especially today. And uh, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. If we've carefully followed directions, to some extent we've begun, become God conscious. And then we've developed a sixth sense and must go further, and that means more action. For me, you know, the flow of God's spirit is just incredible when I really feel connected to my higher power. And being human, it's not a, it's not constant for me yet. And I work at it. And I ask God for the willingness to intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle me. And the willingness comes, and then the connection comes. The connection to my fellows comes. And uh, I'm really grateful today. Um, I'm coming up on another abstinence anniversary. Thank you, God. Uh, over this weekend, and, um, you know, my cancer is stable, and uh, I really have a lot to be thankful for, my fellows, my higher power, this program, and the steps, and, uh, you know, the thought that goes through my mind each day is continue for a lifetime. It is not something I do once and I'm finished. i Pray for the willingness to live in steps 10, 11, and 12. And thank you again for your service and for all those that are on the line. If you're new, please coming, keep coming. Please listen. Please ask questions uh, in the second hour. And the miracle can happen for any and all of us. And with that, I will pass. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have Bella G. You're up. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bella G, and I'm a thankful recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, too, for doing this service, and thank you very much, everybody on the line. Wow, such a wonderful, powerful paragraph, and like always, thank you for all the shares that they are, they are beautiful. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense. Yes, you know, before the program, I knew that I have only five cents, but all of the cents, I was, they were for me to develop my own ego. And everything, everything that I saw and everything that I heard and whoever I met, you know, just brought me to anger, to disappointment, to sadness, to upset, because everything was all about me, and I was a self-centered, and yes, whatever was directed me was a people-pleaser, 
I wanted to be so good and so nice to everybody, to the whole entire world. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I am not there anymore. And today I am connected to God, to a loving and accepting power. And yes, today I just started. You know, even though we are in step 11, I am still in the beginning, you know, because everything is a new beginning, like it was said. And today I I feel and I live this connection to a loving and accepting power. And today I know that everything that I see and everything that I hear and everything that I eat and everything that I touch is only to 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 give over the message of the day of of God and everything is from him and everything is to him and yes today you know I you know I have the opportunity to pose and to do step 10 to do step 4 and to see myself in the picture and not to be self-centered with my ego just to think what is my part in everything and today yes today i know and i believe that yes the sixth sense to be connected to god this is what's driving my life thank you for letting me share and i pass thank you bella um we'll have judy f share next thank you do can i be heard yes you can Oh, thank you, Do, for your service. Good morning, visionaries. This is Judy F. I compulsively recovered in Massachusetts. So grateful to be on today. It's um, my 25th year anniversary of abstinence, and that's all of the power of God, 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 and the 12 steps and these directions. Um, I want to look at the the word uh, God conscious. And for me, um, as I think back 25 years ago when I hit that bottom and I got my first direction on, first it was uh, weighing and measuring my food and staying away from my trigger and binge foods and naming those and really getting into the doctor's opinion and also knowing that I admitted I was powerless over this uh, disease and immediately going to step two, that there is a power. So that God conscious, for me, started in that step two. And doing the work in the steps, by the time I got here, I'd built up by doing the steps, this God conscious. And I'm just, it's, it's such a progress that I wasn't in charge of it. I just kept just following directions. My recovered sponsor would just say this is next and with God's help and willingness and prayer it also taught me through the steps prayer and starting to talk to God and then in this time we get into seeing how God is working in my life and it's not Judy in her own power okay God we're going to get through this it's God help me and God what do I do and listening so that God conscious for me, I started practicing back in step two and um, have, wanting me the attributes and, um, and then seeing how God got me through the step four and got me through the step five to talk with someone and be honest with someone. And then um, six, seven, and then especially the amends. And today I need every day, it's a day at a time program to work 
steps 10, 11, and 12, because I am just beginning. Every morning, I'm beginning again, and I need to be teachable, open, and show up, and God does the rest. And when I think back, all he got me through, without me going to the food, without me going to the fear, the self-reliance, the suicidal thoughts, the negativity, I, I can't believe it. And, and I just know it was God, it was not me, but... It was, it's very simple. We just have to follow directions. If I can do it, anyone can do it. And the days just add up. But it's in the moments that are just so special because of his love and mercy. And um, I'm grateful for that. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Judy. We're going to actually um, move on with our reading. And I'm going to ask Irini M., to start us off on page 85, step 11, we suggest prayer and meditation. She's going to read through two paragraphs, ending with, um, after making our review, we ask God's forgiveness and inquire what corrective measures to be taken. Irini, you can begin reading. Irini M., can you press star one? Yes, thank you, Du, for your loving service. Thank you. Good morning, my spiritual brothers and sisters. My name is Irini M. from New York, and I'm a very grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Thank you, God. Always giving credit where credit is due. Step 11 suggests prayer and meditation. We shouldn't be shy on this matter of prayer. Better men than we are using it constantly. It works. If we have the proper attitude and work at it, it would be easy to be vague about this matter. Yet, we believe we can make some definite and valuable suggestions. When we retire at night, we constructively review our day. Were we resentful? selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Do we owe an apology? Have we kept something to ourselves which would be discussed with another person at once? Were we kind and loving toward all? What could we have done better? Were we thinking of ourselves most of the time? Or were we thinking of what we could do for others, of what we could pack into the stream of life? but we must be careful not to drift into worry, remorse, or morbid reflection, for that would diminish our usefulness to others. After making our review, we ask God's forgiveness and inquire what corrective measures should be taken. Wow, beautiful. There's so much here. There's just so much. So step 11 is to improve our conscious contact with God. And how do we do this? It's by prayer and meditation to stay constantly connected and continually. Because now we have this gift, another gift of the proper attitude. This is the gift that is given to us. It's a spiritual awakening. We are awakened from being asleep this whole time. And we practice 
by being awake in the three A's, which is to be alert, aware, and awake, and to stay connected to our awesome creator, and to have the knowledge of his will and the power to carry that out. And this is how we continue to grow, is to practice being God-conscious, who has all the knowledge and the unlimited power. You know, the more we lean into him, the more he does for us that we could never do for ourselves. Thank you, God. You know, the light gets brighter and the truth becomes clearer. And the greater we create this sacred space that we live in and we get to experience it and live in this new way of living, what a gift. And how do we do this? It says here, following these directions. And seeing God's will for us, you know, we are experiencing that God is inside us and he's outside us. And, you know, we are being blessed with his mercy and his grace to be in his presence and to do his work. It's his, his, his. It's not mine, mine, mine. It's yours, yours, yours. It's giving. It's always, always asking God for forgiveness and inquiring what corrective measures should be taken because I know I always have to be corrected because I go into a what do I want now. And it's not about me anymore. It's about we, us. How can I change and improve my behavior? Where, you know, what, where have I done wrong? Where did I take back my will? And, you know, this is how we build and improve our character. And this is how I become a better Irini today than I was yesterday. We uh, always thank God for uh, for everything that he gives to us. And um, most importantly, just to be connected and aligning myself with God to direct my thinking for the day, because that's what I need. I carry his vision by having a spiritual mind and heart and to be God-centered and not self-centered, to practice these principles in all my affairs and not to be governed and separated from my emotions. You know, I, I, I love dressing myself spiritually and by inhaling God and exhaling self, Throughout the day, I'm being separated from my self-seeking motives. And what a beautiful way to live. So I'm very grateful for this intimate, awesome relationship that I have with God and, and my connection with all of you, my spiritual brothers and sisters. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you so much, Irini. And... um this is Du Al, and I'm going to chime in on this paragraph. I also am going to open it up for maybe two more shares. So who else? Who? Two more people that Mr. would like R. to share. Jenny C. R. Carrie P. Jenny C. And I'm sorry, I heard someone else, but I. Carrie P. Jerry P. We'll see if we have enough time, okay? All right, so I'm going to start. I'm just going to set my timer here. 
Okay, my name is Du Al, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater, and I can't help but share on this paragraph because this is step 11 and is about prayer meditation. And, you know, the big book does is not big. It is very clear-cut. It's going to teach us exactly, precisely how to pray and how to meditate. And, you know, in step 11, we have six prayers. And in this paragraph, we see the first prayer. Um, it says, after making our review, we ask God's forgiveness and inquire what corrective measures to be taken. So it's, it's telling me, you know, that once I am doing my meditation, what is my meditation? Well, it, it doesn't let me guess what that is, right? It's meditation, in this case, is a purposeful, intentional focusing of one's thoughts to reflect upon, to ponder or consider thoughtfully contemplation. And what am I contemplating? Well, I'm contemplating on a review, you know, of how my day went. You know, I'm contemplating on was I resentful, selfish, dishonest, and afraid? Do I owe anybody an apology? You know, how did my day go? You know, was I helpful to other people? Was I into myself all the time? You know, um, am I contributing something to life? You know, am I being uh, of service to others? You know, or am I packing a stream of life for myself? You know, was I, you know, in worry or remorse or morbid reflection? Am I diminishing my usefulness to others? Or, you know, am I useful to others? You know, and, and that's what an awesome gift that is. You know, that I don't have to guess or invent the wheel. Everything's been already laid out for me, you know, in these steps. And, you know, and then it says we pray. We, after we've gone through this meditation, we're going to pray. We're going to connect with God, you know, to see what he would have us be, what he would have us do. It's not what I think I should do, what I think I, I need to do, but I'm going to be in tune with that higher power so that I can be directed as far as my steps are concerned. And so what a wonderful gift that, you know, the, the step work is given to us. As we're not left up to guessing work, you know, it's clear-cut directions. And I'm so grateful to have this program and have the clear-cut directions and knowing exactly, precisely how to do Step 11. And with that, I pass. I'm going to ask Nessa R. To, um, to share next. Mary B. Hi, Nessa good morning. For you. It's Nessa R. And I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. Um, I think everybody recognizes, no matter uh, at what stage of the step process they're at, that step 11 is the actual access to God. Um, but um, to state something very obvious is that step 11 follows step 10. And the reason I'm saying this is because I've seen in the rooms that um, when somebody has an issue, the pat answer has become pray about it. And, you know, when I am still stuck on the way I think things should be, I'm not going to be open at all to the way God um, uh, wants things to be. So prayer and meditation um, is not going to be fruitful at all. And, you know, before I go into prayer and meditation, I need to clean up my side of the street. If I have an issue... I have to 
put it through the steps first. I got to clean things up. I got to do away with my resentments and my fears, um, you know, any damage that I have done, you know, before I actually have access to God. And this has been shared before because I am still blocked. I am blocked by my own selfishness and what I want and what I think is right. Um, you know, God might have other ideas. I may not understand those ideas. It is not for me to understand. Um, you know, I want an infinite God, uh, and therefore that's a God that I don't understand. But in order to have that access, I need to, um, um, I need to make sure that my side of the street is clean, um, so to speak. And then I can go into prayer and meditation. And, you know, I, I, I hear a lot of people also who are discouraged from prayer and meditation under the belief that it takes a long, long time. And it, it really doesn't have to. I mean, um, Bill laid out a very straightforward, simple um, um, procedure for the prayer and meditation. If we just follow the instructions, ask ourselves those questions that are outlined on page 86. You know, there it is. There's our prayer and meditation. We just have to think about the answers to those questions. And it doesn't have to take a long time. It doesn't have to be transcendental meditation if that's not uh, your thing. It's definitely not my thing. I just follow what the big book says, you know, in the morning and in the evening. I ask myself the questions that are laid out there. And throughout the day, I pause when agitated or doubtful. Um, it's all laid out there in such an easy format. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have to take a long time. Um, the only wrong way to pray and meditate is to not do it at all. And with that, I pass. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Penny C., you have literally two minutes. Can you, can you take it in two minutes? Okay, thank you, Do This is Penny C., recovered compulsive overeater near Boston. Um, back in the promises after step nine, it told me that that my whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. It didn't say it had changed. And now we come to step 11, and we're told that if we have a proper attitude and work at it, and what is it that we're working at? Prayer. It told us that this matter of prayer and so now, just like the big book does over and over again, it gives us the directions. And the directions start with what we do at, at our nightly review. And so I start looking at those questions and considering them every single night. I've written them all down. I've typed them up. And they're by my bedside. And... um even if I'm, you know, very, very tired, the last thing on my mind before I lay my, my eyes down to sleep and before I just thank God for all the blessings I have, I look at those questions. And this is going to tell me how I will have the proper attitude. And my proper attitude is reflected in how I behave. And the, the awareness that I get, many times each day is the change that I realize that the way I would have reacted, the way I've reacted in the past has changed so much, especially being kind and loving toward everybody, everybody. You know, the person 
that isn't kind to me the the um the the sales person in a store who seems quick and and not not very loving and i can just smile and and be very thankful and i know my time is up and i thank everybody very much and i'll pass with that thank you thank you so much thank you to everyone who has shared and um those who didn't get shared please join us for a second uh hour of unrecorded study of the big book immediately followed by closing so I look forward to everyone sharing on that hour. Um, looking forward to your shares. We will now close with the reading of the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. And I will ask Nessa R. to close us with that reading. Hi, good morning. It's Nessa R. still recovered in Toronto, Canada. Our book is meant to be suggested only. We realize we only know a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then.